Thank you for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast. My name is Kerry Zarb, and I've been helping business owners just like you go from headache to heaven in a heartbeat for over 20 years. I'll be giving you all the top advice for getting started in your business, but I'll also be speaking with some of the best business minds to inspire you with valuable insights to help you get ahead in your business. If you've ever hit a roadblock or lost your passion, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the podcast and thanks for joining me today. I'm Kerry and this is episode 45. Today we have joining us Natalie from Own Your Own Health. Natalie has been helping entrepreneurs with their mindset for over five years and this stems from a clear gap in the market as we often focus on the business itself rather than the humans behind the scene. Welcome to the show Natalie. Thank you. Hello Kerry. Really great to be here. Wonderful. Thanks for taking the time. I really appreciate it. And we are just going to talk about this great space that you evolved and and are working in. But I want you to take us back. Let's go on a bit of a journey together of where this all started, why you started this and, and all that lovely thinking behind the scenes for yourself. Yeah, great. So, well, for me, it really started when I returned back to work post-maternity leave, having my daughter, which was uh, six years ago. I returned to a workplace that uh, was quite toxic. I wasn't feeling fulfilled, really missing that, you know, great level of satisfaction. And that was flowing into my personal life at home in that, you know, I wasn't present. I wasn't Um, constantly happy I was feeling yeah constantly stressed and so I've always had this yearning feeling that I wanted to have my own business I had no idea in what capacity but I thought one day you know what I'm going to turn my marathon running into a business and that I did and that really started me off on this business journey and from having one very simple business which was focused on motivating people to run I then went on to study health and wellness coaching really got entrenched in the mindset learning and understanding and here I am now um, yeah working with individuals and businesses on how to support their own health as well as their mindset Awesome. I love that story. That's fantastic. Not fantastic that you had a bad experience in the workplace. And certainly we've all had that, you know, we've all had those environments that unfortunately, you know, it seeps in and it, it starts to ingrain in exactly what you said. You take it home with you. It's it's heavy on your shoulders. It's weighing on your mind. It's not, it's not nice. It's not a nice space to be in. So I find it interesting though, this whole marathon journey as well. Tell me, Tell me more about that. Yeah, so I only started running about 25 when I was 25. I uh, wasn't the sporting child growing up and I used to go to my local running track with my who's now my husband actually and I used to say to him how come everyone can run and I can't run it and so he gradually coached me to run the 4k loop. First time I went around I was basically heaving by a tree And then from there, I just, um, I realized the power of my mind and loved the thrill of a challenge. And so I 
yeah, went on from there to 10 to a half marathon to um, my first marathon in Melbourne. And I've gone on to complete five, um, two international ones, as well as a 60K ultra too. Wow. So it's been my running, which has really fueled my interest for passion, um, passion for business, but also, yeah, supporting others because I just, I know what's possible when we power up our mind. Yeah, no, that that's epic. Like, I love that story because I think you're right. Like, and this all, you know, gels around the whole topic of today's podcast because really it's it's a case of to look after ourselves. It, it's a lot of mind power behind us as business owners. There's also the health aspect as well. You know, when you're, I've, I've found personally, when you're more energetic and you're, you know, getting out to exercise on a regular basis and that type of thing, the, the body and and the mind together really powers your space in the business as well. So 100% on board with that. And the, the running and the marathon and, and that experience, I used to do when I was way back in primary school, I did cross country, get my words right, cross country running. So back then, you know, just being a little tacker, I think it was doing like a 3K circuit or something like that. And that was that was something that fueled me on as a child, you know, to be in that mm. space. But the heaving by the tree, oh, I remember that one. <laughs> remember that so well. Later in life, when I hit the teenage years, I tried to continue to push myself to do it because I'd done it forever. And yeah, it got harder as I got older and I was less active and less in the fitness space. So, you know, going to the the local cross country, the annual event and yeah, trying to pull out everything I had when I hadn't even trained, no training. And you just suddenly, you know, in this massive race. So yeah, I relate to that so much. So Take us through how this transformed into the business. So the business owner mindset coming from your experience and what you went through, what does this all mean? How did this come to this business place that you're in now? Yeah, so really it it came from my own personal experience. I uh, left my nine to five job, um, would have been what, three years ago now. And I just deep dived into life as a full-time business owner And I did it at uh, very little expense to my own health, sanity and well-being. And at first I was really hard on myself because I thought, you know, here you are, Nat, you're trying to support other people around their health and well-being. You're trying to coach them. And yet you've fallen short of looking after yourself. And so it really highlighted to me just how much we give to our businesses and rightly so we're passionate about them. But we also have to give to ourselves so that we can um, help our business grow and thrive, plus also be the person that we are outside of our business as well, because it's it's part of us. It's not us. It's part of us. And um, yeah, we've got many hats in life that we, we want to wear. So it was a real eye opener for me that, um, yeah, time to look after me and fuel that into my business as well. Awesome. Love it. And take me through the process. So when you work with a client and or a client comes to you, what are the steps? How does this all kind of come about? What what can a client expect when they work with you? What's what's the journey that you take them on? So the first thing that I get a client to focus on is where are they right now? It's creating that self-awareness. And we actually have developed a five-pillar framework 
in supporting the um, mindset and health of individuals. And that includes self, physical, mental, emotional and spiritual health. And so that self element is really important. Having that self-awareness where you actually say to yourself, well, yes, this is where I'm at. And I'm actually happy to admit that this is where I'm at. It's not about having shame or judgment, but it's about acknowledging this is where I am um, and it's not where I want to be. So that's the next step. Where is it? Where do you want to be? What's your vision? You know, we get so caught up in looking at the vision of our business and the strategy for our business that we forget to look at a strategy for ourselves. And we forget to look and say, well, in order to have the business I want, I need to have this level of health and well-being. And I need to be able to support physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. So we're very big on the whole health element. So you're not just nurturing that physical side of you, but you're also looking at your mind. You're also looking at, at your values and your vision and, um, and the relationships and connections around you too. So that's where we start to explore. All right, so you've got your vision. Now, what do you want to do to get there? What are some tangible, sustainable, life-changing, has to be life-changing goals that's going to help create that ongoing behaviour so that you are nurturing yourself? And that's where we bring in those pillars that we look at and say, well, which pillar are you perhaps not nurturing enough? Because in not nurturing that pillar, that might be impacting this pillar. So we, we tie the goals in with those pillars and then, you know, we work on an ongoing basis to um, monitor achievements and success and refine where we have to. Cool. I get it. Now, what if this is a curveball for you? What if a client comes to you and they're in complete denial? Like they, you know, like I'm, and I'm sure this has happened and, and perhaps, you know, you've helped them transform that denial, but there must be clients that come to you and they don't want to admit that they're in that space and they're, or that their space needs to change. Like they've come to you for a reason. They know they need help, but deep down they're sitting there going, well, no, this is like, I've come to you for help, just, just fix it. But no, I don't have a problem. What, how do you, how do you kind of cope with that? Yeah, we, we're our own worst enemy, let's be honest. And um, when I do have clients that we have those types of conversations, it really comes from a place of fear, fear of failure, but also fear of success. I work with a lot of women and the thing I hear a lot is that uh, women are always worried about if they do go and pursue something that's good for them or they look after their, their health, they automatically think about, well, what's the impact of that going to be on my family? Are they going to be okay that I'm looking after myself? And so as a coach, um, I'm definitely not there to tell people what to do but I'm guided by what they want. And so through, you know, active listening, good questioning, I'm helping them to really pull out within them what it is that they want and what's really keeping them stuck where they are, whether they realise it or not that they are stuck, whether they want to be in denial about it. Um, you know, that's, that's not for me to say or judge either way, but I, I try and pull it out within them and at least find some type of tangible goal that they could work to, that they're going to be emotionally connected to and, and want to change. And, you know, it's important that they're incremental changes. You know, if it's five minutes of exercise that someone can only do, that's fine. Let's, let's, let's work on building that habit and that routine around that consistent um, practice. Yeah. 
Very cool. That that's that's awesome. I'm, I'm starting to think. Okay, where were you ten years ago? Like we probably more of us probably needed this uh, forever. Like it's and it's so true and it's so real. And and I think we've got to appreciate that. You know, it's not it's not a common space to to be operating in. And, and like we said at the start of the show, it just falls by the wayside. You know, mm. like you, you said yourself, you you forget yourself. You know, you're so focused on the business and building the business, and you know, bringing you know value into the business. In so, but we are it. We are the business at the end of the day. Even if it's a massive, you know, multi million dollar company, there's someone behind that. You know, where that came from and and driving it. You know, it all starts at the top and all that kind of stuff. So I guess we've got to recognise that every business has humans. You know, and also, do you step into the zones of um, people's businesses and their teams and how their teams might be feeling? Because that's another critical aspect, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's what we do uh, quite a lot at Own Your Health is we go in and we support employees of businesses as well and we look at teams. And one thing that we pride ourselves on is we go into workplaces and we conduct a needs audit. And so we actually drill down to what does the employees want? What does the senior leadership team want and the wider business? And then how do we tailor a program that's going to help meet those needs? Um, that is one of my pet frustrations when it comes to health and wellbeing programs. You know, we've come a long way, but there's still a lot of work to be done. And, you know, most times they've, they're seen as a tick and a flick, whereas my deep passion is to really hit that root cause and bring to light and support people around what they really need so that they can thrive and mm. prosper. And it really comes back to that whole um, mentality that we are humans and, you know, we need to start humanising work again and yeah. realise that, yeah, we, in order for us to live and work well, we need to support ourselves. Yeah, 100%. And I think, you know, to, to kind of expand on that a little bit, we've got ourselves as the business owner, no matter what size the business is, um, and then you've got your team at the next level, they're going to be able to support you better in your business if they're supported likewise like it's it's a two-way street isn't it it's not it's not all about us it's not all about them it has to be this succinct kind of like I look at it like a little engine room and all the parts are moving together and and working in in the right direction and and heading for great things you know but again if you know people don't feel supported then what are we doing what are we doing? Why are we here? You know, what's it all about? So you're listening to the Biz Nation podcast. I would love to connect with you outside of the podcast and you can find me on Clubhouse, Instagram, Facebook or LinkedIn by searching my name, Kerry Zarb, or directly on my website under, you guessed it, kerryzarb.club. And don't forget, if you need more support in your business, you can also find me on Facebook under Micro and Small Business Support Group. I've got another interesting question for you. Why? Why do we need this? Why do we need to think about this? Why, like, why would this even surface? Where, why is it so important? You know, it's an interesting question and I often get asked too, you know, why do you do this type of work that you do? And, you know, when I 
answer that question, I instantly always come back to my daughter and my family because I know that I've always got her little eyes on me and her ears listening to everything that I'm doing. And so my deep-rooted passion comes from um, wanting to change the mindset of how people view health and well-being. And, you know, to answer your question, it's the same thing. You know, people go to work. We go to work to, to um, live and survive and, and make a home. But there's, there also has to be that sense of fulfillment and, and purpose. And we want to pass that on to the next generation. Whether we have kids or not, we've got younger people who are also in workplaces. And so I think we have a real duty of care to pass that passion, that purpose, that health and that well-being on, um, not only for ourselves so that we can live a long, prosperous life, but also, yeah, leave a leave a bit of a, a legacy, whether we realise it or not. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Okay, another curveball for you. And you were not expecting this. I have not disclosed that we're going to do this in any way, shape or form. Five facts about Natalie. I want to know what people wouldn't know about you. So first question is, what's your favourite food? Uh, I'll have to say lasagna. I do love I'm partial to a pasta. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> like it. What's your favourite non-business activity? Oh, running. Running yeah. and yoga. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good combo. You got the, the, the two different speeds happening there. I yes. like that. Is there any particular order to that? Do you go for a run and then do some yoga or are they on separate days? Um, either or actually. Sometimes I'll do a pre-run yoga or a post-run yoga or I'll alternate. Yeah, yeah, whatever I'm sort of feeling like. Yeah, good. Keeping it real. What's your favourite movie? Uh, Legends of the Fall. Ooh. Yeah, I don't think Brad, I've oh. Brad Pitt. Oh, I'm writing that one down because I don't think I've seen that one. It yeah. is older. It's, I've got it on VCR. <laughs> no, you do not. Showing really? my age. <laughs> That's that's good. I like that. And who is your hero? Who do you look up to? Oh, good question, actually. Yeah. <laughs> My favourite question. Do you know, I really have no idea. Oh, you know, I just have to say in general, I love seeing other women professional women um, whether it's in sport or in career I always get inspired by just seeing women go after and, and do great things awesome good answer very good answer and what's your current biggest goal what's next for Natalie yeah, well, my big goal is really to grow my business, own your health. And um, beyond that, I want to become a thought leader in the space. Awesome. Any public speaking on the horizon there? Are you looking in the events arena once? Obviously, we can do a bit more in the events space. Is that on the cards? Yeah, look, we, we run a lot of workshops, um, doing quite a few chats on, um, you know, social media, lives. I do have aspirations for the speaking circuit and, and absolutely would love to get into some bigger um, speaking arenas for sure. Yeah, great. And we were talking before the show about the latest platform, which is Clubhouse, and that's something that you're circling at the moment. What, what do you think is attracting you to even try that platform at the moment? Connection with others. 
you know, last year, um, you know, with what we went through in Melbourne, I realised how much I missed connecting with people. Um, my preference is to connect with people face to face, but the idea of connecting with people across, you know, nationally or across the world um, is really appealing because I, I, I love chatting and, yeah, building relationships. Yeah, definitely the place to be for those chat experiences at the moment. It's um, really taking off. Um, from what I heard, it's it's grown exponentially. Like it's still in the invite space. It's still the iPhone space. I, I think that's still going to remain for some time. But um, from what I understand, and I think it's been a three-week three, four week journey for myself. Like you're looking at, it's gone from a million users to 2.5 to 3.5. I think it's heading up to six or maybe even beyond that already. It's just crazy, crazy Mm -hmm. to think. And that for me, I think ties into the speaking aspirations because as we know, Clubhouse is audio only. There's not really much visual you can do there. There's no messaging and yeah, it's bringing a whole new level to, to social media and people are questioning, is it social media? It is. It really is because we're connecting with people, you know, in a platform that to me is, is social media, I think. So, um, Good luck with that. I hope that goes well and I look forward to, you know, it won't be long. I think you'll be opening your own rooms and, and circling around this this passion that you have and connecting with some great people. And at the moment, can tell you, lots of business owners, lots and lots, actually practically all, not all, but a lot, yeah. Yeah, awesome. That's good, I'm excited. Yeah, very good. We'll have to follow each other and keep, a, keep an eye on what each other are doing and, yeah, support each other as much as we can as well. It's good to have people that we know in the platform as well as meeting new people, I think. So, yeah, good yeah, one. Definitely. Awesome, great. Well, Natalie, um, we must go over. Where can we find you? Where do you hang out? Yeah, so you can go and check out my website at ownyourhealthco.com.au or I'm on Facebook and Instagram at ownyourhealthco. Awesome. Thank you. I'll pop all those show notes, uh, show I'll pop all those links into the show notes for the listeners so that everyone can get in touch and reach out for you because I think this space is amazing. Like I said before, not seeing people, you know, doing a lot of this stuff, if anything, for the actual business owner. So hats off to you for bringing this and especially coming on the podcast. I really appreciate your time. And before we wrap it up, what's our last final tip for the listeners in, in this zone? Just make sure that you connect with yourself and know what it is that you want, but also don't neglect yourself in going after those, uh, yeah, deep, deep deep-rooted dreams and passions. Awesome. Thank you, Natalie. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much once again, and we'll be chatting really soon. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast. It was lovely to share this episode with you. Remember to subscribe to catch all future episodes and I'd also very much love it if you'd leave me a rating or a review. Until next time, remember that you can also go from headache to heaven in a heartbeat.